Welcome to the first episode of HBRV Lifestyle. And as usual, if you follow my YouTube channel, this is your honey badger here, giving it to you straight about the RV business as usual. And today, well, for our first episode, I want to talk about something I talked about in a video I just released. By the way, if you want to find me on YouTube and watch videos, I do walkthrough videos, finance videos, all kinds of stuff about camping in the RV business. It's the same thing, same name as this podcast, HBRV Lifestyle. Now, if to pardon me today, my throat's a little sore, my nose is a little plugged, so you'll have to forgive me a little bit. But here's where it's going to get very, very interesting here in the RV business. As my good old friend named Lucius, Mr. Greg Lewis, would say, it's the RV business, B-I-D-N-E-S, the business. What are we going to do? as an industry to scale down and help folks keep their payments in range with high interest rates. Now, the baseline interest rate right now in the RV business, and when I mean by baseline, it's a certain percentage of money down and tier one credit being an average rate up. So in this case, I use a base rate of 15% cash down and 7.99% is your baseline rate here in the summer of 2022. Now, in I cover this more in detail in the YouTube channel if you want to check that out. But there are three things that affect this interest rate. The first thing is the dollar amount financed. So if you're financing under 25 grand, you're going to have a higher rate than if you finance over 50,000. And then the percentage down. So if you're going to put less than 15%, if you're going to only put 10% cash, which is right now the bare minimum, then you're going to have a higher rate. Well, if you put 30% cash down, you're probably going to be at the best rate possible. And then the last thing that affects your interest rate in the RV business is your credit score slash credit history. Now, guys, don't depend on credit unions right now. Credit unions are really, really confused by the whole Fed rate increase that they haven't caught up yet. Just had a credit union here in California that we sent a deal over to that they had a posted rate of five and a quarter percent. By the time it got approved, it was a six nine nine. So do not be fooled right now by rates that are posted online on credit union or bank websites. Don't depend on, on Camping World or Bishes or General RV or any of these big conglomerates to have the accurate information online. 
right now with the way rates by the Fed were increased, there are things that change, it seems, weekly. Weekly. Use a baseline of 7.99% with 15% cash down, which means if you're buying a $20,000 coach, 3000 down, 799 110 or 120 months, 10-year financing, that gives you what your payment is roughly going to be. Plus whatever your tax and licenses, because you always for everybody always forgets to put tax and license inside their payment calculator. You're still in this environment gonna get a better deal buying from a dealer when you do the dealer financing. If you're chasing the rabbit, as I call it. It's going to do nothing but hurt you. It's going to hinder your negotiating ability with the dealer. Now, on the other hand of that, playing devil's advocate, right now, even the dealership I'm working for, ownership, people more powerful than me, have basically decided, eh, we don't care about profit anymore. Let's just get them over the curb. I literally, yesterday... Monday took a $149 profit on a coach that had been stocked for less than 30 days. And I didn't do it because I set the price. I did it because our corporate office set the price. So dealerships are seeing the turn from half the interest rate where we were at in the threes and fours a year ago to being in the sevens and eights for prime tier one credit. They see the writing on the wall. And of course, I go into more detail on this on the YouTube channel. Here, I only do this for about 20, 30 minutes an episode. So I don't have that kind of time to always go over with you. Now I keep getting asked, well, if I finance through a dealer, can I refinance when everything gets better? Yes. Now this recession we're in, and we are in a recession, guys. Don't let it fool you. Don't let any salesperson tell you that we are not in a recession. Anybody who's telling you that we're not the beginning phases of a recession in this country is trying to sell you something. So don't get sold on that, but don't be afraid of it either. Toys like RVs and boats will continue to move and sell at a decent pace, not at the rapid pace it did during COVID. But it's going to be more normalized. I know the dealership I'm working for right now, we're going to hit 125 delivered coaches over the curb this month. And on top of that, we have another 40 carrying over into July 
It's crazy. But it's normal. Because it is summer. And the summer months are usually the prime months for RV, the RV business and the boat business. So this is the time when everything occurs. So don't be afraid of buying one because what the interest rates have caused is a buyer's market. You are right now in an RV buyer's market. Now, are they going to go back to the prices they were in 2016, 17, 18, and 19 when I when when you could pick up a 26 foot bunkhouse travel trailer with a big slide for 269? No, those days are gone. It isn't going to ever come down unless we go into a complete depression and the RV business comes to an absolute standstill, which it won't. But if it did, then it might happen. But more than likely, we're still higher priced with inflation and the cost of materials. You're still priced higher than you were three years ago. They're not coming down from the manufacturer, but the dealerships are offering silly, stupid discounts, taking very minimal profit to keep the coaches rolling. Keep the factory pumping them out. Keep them on the road. Keep them getting into the stores. Bring them into the service department. They're smart. As much as it pisses me off as a sales manager and a finance manager or a general manager, it pisses me off because it took a lot of money out of my pocket. But I understand it because when I got into this business in 2010, you couldn't buy a deal. I watched a, a dealership that had been a part of the RV Expo in California, in Colton, California, for 32 years, shut their doors in April of 2010. Couldn't pay the bills. The company I worked for, Giant RV, a guy named Bob Baruti, God bless his soul, he just passed away not that long ago, was taking sixty and $70,000 losers on Monaco Motorhomes. Because he owned them. He had to pay off all the bank loans on Fleetwood and Monaco and Safari and all these companies that went out of business. Banks weren't going to loan on them. Not on the wholesale end. They were like, no, heck no. Pay them off. We want the money now. So what did they learn? They learned survival. The people that survived the 09, 08, 09, 10, 11 crash, that recession, that great recession, the dealerships learned their lesson that survived that. They learned their lesson and went, oh boy. <sighs> okay, game's over. Let's get back to normal. So they pulled the trigger and did it. Did the car business do it yet? Absolutely not. Just talked to a buddy of mine in Santa Clarita. They're still overcharging for cars. They're still charging five, eight, ten grand over sticker for a base model car. It'll come to bite a lot of car car dealership owners in the butt. But you know, at the end of the day, the difference between the car business and the RV business is that the car business 
seems that the dealers seem to change hands to different owners every two to three years. The RV business, most of the time, they hold on to it for 10 or 20 years. Well, unless you're the owner of Seagrin's RV in Gilroy, California, that's a whole different animal, but that's a mess. So that 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 we could talk about another day. And you're also seeing, by the way, guys, you're seeing guys like my friend Matt. I won't use Matt's last name because I haven't ever asked him for permission to. But Matt went from being a manager in the RV business, a very respected manager, to a truck driver. Because he kind of saw this coming down the pike. We all did. But the difference is, is we still conduct business as usual. Tonight, I took a deal on a travel trailer that costs the dealer Dealer cost of forty five grand and sell for forty five four. You're probably like, there's no way. Oh yeah, there's a way. They're hoping you finance. They're hoping you buy an extended warranty. They hope that you have service upgrades. They hope they use the parts store. cash flow. A lot of dealerships are pouring money into their service bays and service departments, paying the technicians ridiculous amounts of money hourly to attract them. Right now, there's a big demand to be an apprentice in the RV business in the service department. Paid training to have a trade, to learn a trade. And it's fun. I've worked on them. For those of you who know I am, you know I've worked on them. I've gotten them bought financing-wise. I've ordered them. I've done just about every hat in a dealership you can possibly imagine. That's fun. What's not fun is rebranding a podcast. Which I've had to do with this one. But it's worth it. At the end of the day, it's all worth it. So if you buy a new RV right now, or even a used one, and you take the high interest rate, when this recession's over and done with, the Fed is going to cut the interest rate way down to re-stimulate the economy. It's a vicious cycle that unfortunately was sped up by COVID-19 and draconian lockdowns. Now, I call them draconian because they were very unconstitutional, but I don't get very political, but I do know they were unconstitutional. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat or a liberal conservative, it was unconstitutional to lock us down. And it destroyed or sped up the destruction of our economy. Which may, is going to be a good thing for folks out there looking to buy RVs right now. Because it is a buyer's market. Just like in six months, a year from now, it's going to be, the housing market's going to be a buyer's market. 
and just refinance when everything comes down. Or pay off the loan sooner. Make double payments. Pay down the principal faster so you pay less interest. Those days of $200 a month payments on brand new coaches is over, guys. Brand new travel trailer payments, you're starting at $275, $280 for an entry-level trailer. I don't care what websites say. And if you know who I am, you know I give it to you straight. The days of $400 motorhome payments are gone. It's over. You're at $650, $700 a month for an entry-level Class C motorhome. Period. You have to make sure that it's what you want to do. It's a lifestyle. You're buying a lifestyle. You're buying your own hotel on wheels. So imagine this. And this is how I used to explain it to people as a salesperson. When I sold them, now this is years ago, when I was on the line selling them a giant RV, my pitch to people was it costs you the same amount a month as it would for three nights at a decent hotel room. Now, right now in a travel trailer, it's like three nights at a cockroach-infested Motel 6, the way hotels are charging for a room for a night. So it's your own hotel that you can take anywhere you want, and you have your own sheets, your own kitchen. It gives you access and freedom. You're buying memories. You're buying access and freedom. That's what you're buying. That's the investment you're making into yourself and into your family when you buy an RV. I've watched it save families. I've watched it save marriages. I've watched it, I've watched it extend people's life. I truly believe that my family, meaning my grandmother and my grandfather, if they did not buy that road trek motorhome, which to this day until the day he died, my grandfather said it was a $100,000 toilet. And it literally was. My grandmother had Crohn's and colitis. So all they bought the motorhome for was the fact that it had a toilet and a shower. So my grandmother, if they were stuck in traffic going to the East Coast from California, they didn't have to worry about anything. She just used the bathroom. It gave them freedom. And my grandmother probably got an additional five years extended on her life because she could take trips and actually felt like she was doing something. We're all going to go at some time, folks. Just how do we want to go? I always tell people, and I've told people for years, it scares salespeople the way I talk with customers of theirs. 
because I'm not here to make friends with you. Would I like to be your friend? More than likely, because we're going to have probably a lot in common camping. But I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to help you understand what you're trying to get into. I'm here to give you that extra push, that extra nudge towards your dream, towards something that you've thought about. So I used to break out a tape measure. The average man lives 80 years right now, roughly. I think they said 78, but let's round up. I always round up 80 years. If a guy is 65 years is 65 years old, I shrink the tape measure to the 65 inch mark from the 80 inch mark, which is 15 inches, right? So I shrink it down to 15 inches and I ask him, okay, so you got probably roughly about 15 years left on average. How many of those years are good years? It makes you think. That's all I do. I just make you think about life and what we need to get to. Because we're guaranteed three things in life. We're good. We were born. Somehow in a way, for whatever reason, we're going to pay taxes. And we're going to die. We're going to leave this earth. How do you want to live your life? How do you want to live it? Do you want to live it in fear of money? Or do you want to live a life on the road four times a year, laughing, smiling, camping, doing what you love, seeing things that you haven't seen? And for some of us, we get into a little bit of a routine and we enjoy go around and meet new people. We get away from our constant negative life thrown in front of us by the mass media, Fox News and MSNBC and CNN. And we're out camping and RVing. We meet people from everywhere, all walks of life that are themselves and can be themselves because they're not under pressure from work or neighbors or the life we're supposed to lead or live. It is a sales pitch that I've used for years. Why? Because it takes away all the negativity of buying something from a dealer and turns it into something positive to look forward to. I was the number one Heartland Cyclone salesman three years in a row in the nation. I was number one at Giant RV three years straight. It seemed like every single month and every single year, I sold more units than anybody on the sales floor at five locations. And I'm not tooting my horn about it. It's that I just wasn't afraid to tell you how it is. That's probably why I started the YouTube channel beyond Josh the RV nerd kind of being a little bit of an inspiration. That's why I started the YouTube channel. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I started the other podcast that's now molded into this one. 
is because I want to give it to you straight about the RV business because I think you'll buy more RVs. I think more Americans will RV and camp and at least try the experience and stop making it about dollars and cents and make it about common sense. It's a toy. But it's a toy that can give you freedom and memories. Access. Access to things you wouldn't normally have access to without it. The last thing I want to cover on this podcast today is RV service departments. Guys, I've run them. I've managed them. I've overseen an entire dealership operation. I've been a general manager. Service sucks in the RV business for both the customer, the manufacturer, and the dealer. And it doesn't matter where you go. You need to have a small toolkit, a sense of humor, and an extended warranty. Period. I hear this all the time. Well, I don't believe in extended warranties. I never get one on my car. Your car doesn't have a generator. Your car doesn't have a toilet. Your car car doesn't have a refrigerator. It's like having fire insurance when there's a guaranteed fire in California every year. Same thing. Cover yourself. And by the way, if it's something that's not going to prevent you from camping, guys, don't leave your rig at the dealer. Don't. If it's a cabinet, wallpaper, something cosmetic, if it's something that's not a necessity for you to take your next trip or use the RV, get it down to the dealer. Get them to take their pictures, diagnose the problems, get the parts on order, and sit and wait because it's going to be three, four months. We're still in this business having issues getting parts. Has it gotten a little bit better? Absolutely. Has it gotten all the way better to where it was when I was running a service department in 2018? Nope. And even in 2018, it was a pain in the butt. I call service departments customer retention because they are a loser. In the car business, the service department is the bread and butter. It makes all the net profit for the owner. They could care less if they make any money in sales because at the end of the day, the service department makes up all the money at a car dealer. In the RV business, it's a loser. It is does not make any profit. I know that's shocking, especially when you see some of the hourly rates at 179, 180, 210 an hour. Do you know the dealership I watched the other day has a hourly rate, shop hourly rate of $225 an hour 
And the owner was just getting so upset and he was asking me, what can I do? What can I do, Honey Badger, to get my service department be profitable? I've tried raising the door rate. I've tried this. I've tried that. You know what I told him? It's a guaranteed loser, brother. You've been in business for 15 years, actually 16 years now. Service department's going to go broke. That's why you need to keep sales going. And that's why you're seeing the discounted prices you're seeing. They got to keep the sales cash flow going. If you guys have any questions, contact me on YouTube, HBRV Lifestyle, same as the podcast. You can comment. I also have my social media links there. You can also contact me through email at Levingston RV Services. Levingston RV Services at gmail.com. That's L E V as in Victor, I N G S T O N R V and then services, all one word at gmail.com. Until next week, have a great week. Happy camping. Enjoy the summer. It's going to be an amazing one because there's going to be less people camping than there was during COVID.